Welcome to the Lauren Hour podcast with your girl, Laura D. We back in the house, y'all. So tonight we have a very, very special guest, Mr. Benova. Go ahead and introduce yourself, please. Hey, how y'all doing? Hey, hey man, uh, I got too many AKAs, but I'm going to get through them. It's the Yellow Bands, uh, AKA Mr. Bendover, AKA Pastor Bendover. You hear me? Huh? Also, <laughs> let me shout out, hey, my podcast, Deep Throat Conversations, Triple uh, A podcast. Uh, shout out to CL Brown, Black V, uh, Annie, It's a Hard Night Life. Hey, my co host, Kiki. If I miss everybody, hey, it's all love. I represent everybody who represent me. You know what I'm saying? And also, check out my Instagram, JetflyClothing83, if you need any shirts. You hear me? Huh? I feel you, I feel like you're forgetting one. You got to shout out your TikTok. Oh, yeah. Uh, Diallo Bands. I got to need Diallo Bands on, on my TikTok. You can check me out. A lot of skits. Uh, working on a lot of different things. Got my music and skits on there, too. So, hey, and Diallo Bands live streaming on all major platforms, too, if you like listening to all type of different music, too, also. So. Right. So make sure you guys check him out on Apple Podcasts, Spotify. Check him, check him out on YouTube. Anywhere you can find him. Like, I mean, anywhere you can stream, you can find him. So, uh, Mr. Ben Ova, I am happy to have you here, sir. Yes, sir. <laughs> so, uh, this guy's personality is so large. Like, your energy, I love it so much. And I was like, yeah, I'm definitely going to have to have him on the show. I was just waiting for the right opportunity and the right show to get you on. And so, I feel like tonight is the best opportunity to have you on here and get your opinion, engage you a little bit. Yes. Okay, let's get yes, it. Yes, sir. And then um, we also have somebody hiding in the background there. Uh, Miss Lady, how you doing, Miss Vanessa? Hi. <laughs> yep, and your dude is back. You know, every time Vanessa comes up, the audacity got to come out. So, yeah, Mr. Audacity's back. That's not just when I'm here. Oh, just, <laughs> it is. Yes. Ready. Yes, yes. So, guys, I am so happy to be here. So, let me ask you a quick question. What did you guys do for the 4th of July? Oh, we didn't really do much. We went to a water park, and then we ate at a restaurant, went to Olive Garden, and that was it. Oh, you I went to the Olive Garden? That was nice. Yes. What did you... Uh, I had brought too many fireworks for the kids. I had brought too many fireworks for my kids, so my next-door neighbors kind of got into it. With my kids, which I didn't, I was kind of upset. I understood, you know what I'm saying? But I'm like, hey, come holler at me first before you start saying something to my kids. You know what I'm saying? So, right. And so it's made me go outside and light up the rest of them type shit. You know what I'm saying? Might as well go ahead and be petty. (laughs) Well, the way I see it is uh, back when we grew up, if there was no other adult around and you had children around, you became that parent for the time being. Until right. the parent showed up, and then you explain the situation to the parent. If the kid tries to go back and go, oh, he said something to me. Well, obviously, they were doing something he wasn't supposed to do. So I'm going to be the one like, well, what were you doing for them to get your attention? I'm not going to get mad at the parent because well, I'm going to be like, something well, was not happening. not in this time of day. We got too many Karens, too many kids. You could just be breathing, and they just want a reason to complain. So nowadays, no. I would say back in the day, I would, I would be supportive of that but not today like you're not checking my kids you got a problem come knock on my door well that's this is where this is where i come with the benefit of the doubt thing because if there are people that do that well then there you go there's two sides to every story if the child has a conflict 
mm-hmm. and it's conflicting story with what the parent is saying, then I would have to then figure out who's telling the truth. And given if it's a neighbor of mine and it's a neighbor that knows my family very well or has seen them in passing, then they would pretty much know their their personality, vice versa. Yes, they. That's what I'm saying. When you live in a certain right, right. When you live in a certain area for a certain amount of time, you're going to run into people and they're going to see you. They're going to see you interacting with your children. They're going to see how your children interact with their children. You're going to get a personality like from just seeing them in passing. So if you have a neighbor and the neighbor has a certain personality where they're always complaining and then they complain to yours, well, then it's going to be like, well, then let's find out what's going on and we hear the story out. Because before I snap on somebody, I'm going to hear everything first. And then I'm going to go ahead and say I mean, I can feel that because, like, I had a neighbor who was like that and she was annoying the whole neighborhood. Like, these people had just moved into our neighborhood and they, you could tell they weren't used to living in the area that we live in. And they were, like, always fighting in the front yard and the neighborhood just wasn't used to it. And she see my kids and she stick her nose up. And then one day she knocked on the door. She's like, your kids ate inside of my house. And I'm like, my children would never do nothing like that. And then um, my other neighbor's like, yeah, no, we know her kids for a long time. They would never do that. Come find out. My kids are now 17 and 16, and they told me they did it. So I was like, oh, damn. <laughs> well, see, with me, well, see, with me is I've been here. I got a house built over here. I've been here two months now. And um, uh-huh. this woman has not said nothing to me. I said nothing to them. I'm just, I'm still kind of trying to, you know, figure things out around here. And, and I'm in an HOA too. Oh um, yeah. Mm-hmm. Now I didn't per se hear any fireworks in their neighborhood, but you hear them on the outskirts. Yeah. And so personally, I was I was telling my wife, I'm like, yo, it's about time I'm gonna wrap that shit up. You know what I'm saying? Because I was getting annoyed by the shit. I'm like, damn, I bought that many fireworks. They just steady going at it and at it and at it. And before I actually said something, you know, my next door neighbors had said something. So I didn't really have a a, a, a problem with it. It was just, you know, I would have, me personally, mm-hmm. I would keep knocking on the door like, let me holler at your parents. You know what I'm saying? Both my right, calls. Right, just, I, yeah. Because you, know, you don't want to address no children. That's just, I mean, it's, it's different this day and age. Randy Easter said, people used to allow the trusted neighbors to whoop you back in the, back then if you acted up. But now you have the, what's it, the Pedro? Pedro, down the Pedro. Pedro, down the street. Down the street. You can't trust nobody. That's, oh, yes, pedal. Or I think it's what you're Yes. Yeah. Yes, so R. Kelly. I mean, like it's just so different nowadays. Mm-hmm. So let's move this topic along a little bit. So B Dad sent me this video, and I'm just gonna play the video and then we're just gonna give our reactions naturally. So let's go ahead and pull this video up. Let's go all the way. How many of you are good cooks and have a recipe book or whatever it may be? You cannot be you play that from the beginning. women and want the man oh, to be true. Be men, and they're supposed they to treat their women. They have, they have a part to play. It's in the Bible. Like, what's going mm-hmm. on? Like, you a man. Like, be a man. Like, a man. Uh, hold on, hold on. You want a man in the Bible, so that's a traditional man, correct? Yeah. But modern-day women aren't traditional themselves. Why well, should he be traditional? It's the generation now. It's the generation that we're in. No, 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 no. It's the generation that we in. So I we're know. not going to we're not going to argue with you guys that a lot of men are feminized. Yeah. However, modern day women are not traditional. Are any of you guys virgins? No. Exactly. Wait, wait, wait. Hold on. No, 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 no. Because if we're going to put the standard on men that you want them to pay bills and be masculine and protect you, whatever, let's go all the way. How many of you are good cooks and have a recipe book or whatever it may be? 
recipe you cannot be non-traditional women and want the man to be traditional on his side when you got a wife she was a wife not a boss babe not a mm -hmm. boss bitch none of this stupidity that's going on wow so <laughs> what do you guys feel about that because this is like the third video i seen with women being interviewed and they're saying they want traditional men, but they don't want to do traditional things. Do you guys think that a lot of women nowadays require men to be traditional and they don't have the require they don't have the skill set to be traditional women? What do you think about that, Ms. Vendova? Mm -hmm. Now this video? is funny because I have posted two things on my Facebook page today uh pertaining to this subject and my shit been litty. It's been litty today. You hear me? I could have had a whole party. Um, we have to understand, uh, depending on your age, how old you guys are, uh -huh. raised. What's up? My shit froze up, my bad. Depending on your mm -hmm. age, how you was raised, uh, like my grandparents raised me totally different. Mm -hmm. you, you know what I'm saying? And back then, it was totally different uh, on how they how they did things. You know, you, you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. And it seems like today is just like hitting agendas between everybody. You know what I'm saying? Yes. It's hitting, it's, you got hitting agendas. You know, I got something you got. I, I want this. So I'm going to do this. But now it seems like most of these women, they, they watching too much damn entertainment. I got an Amber Alert. I'm sorry. Uh, too much entertainment. and Too much mm -hmm. watching too much TV on how they producing all this dumb shit on how women. So, right. man, I'm like, first of all, I'm trying to figure out where is this book that where it says what a man's supposed to do. They, yeah, so women aren't being taught how to be the women of the household, how to raise a household. They're being mm -hmm. taught how to get out here, use what you, how dime, what she say, uh, uh, what's her name or from Players Club? Sometimes you got to use what you got to get what you want. <laughs> right, right. That's why mostly marriages end up in divorces anyways, because of, because of how they got into them. But, uh, but now I'm not digging, I'm not digging that video at, at all. And it's mostly, it's a whole... Them women talking is a whole other generation of women. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's, it's not what we, what I'm accustomed, what I'm accustomed to. Uh, a right. lot of minds probably dying out, or, or or whatever the case may be. But uh, I don't, I don't understand the whole, the whole concept of that. You, you know what I'm saying? You want me to do all these things, and pretty much you want to be home and be lazy and not do shit. That, right. That's pretty much what you're saying. Right. So Randy Easter said they want the instant success, but disregard the efforts. Randy, that is so true. Um, and you know what? I'm gonna I'm comment on that in a minute. Uh, B, go ahead because you look like you wanted to say something. Me, no, me go right ahead. In a minute, pull that comment back uh, up. I'm gonna that opinionated, comment. Uh, this was an rant opinionated, here. it was a rant. Yeah, I did have a rant about it because go ahead, Vanessa. I mean, it's not he, the guy is not wrong. You can't expect a traditional man if you're not going to be a traditional woman, right? In a sense that if he, you want him to provide and pay the bills then guess what? You have to work in the house. You have to be that yeah, other right. half, regardless. Yes. You have to be able to hold the house down, make sure that the food is cooked and that, you know, the children are taken care right. of and that the house is clean. And that when he comes home from working hard, since you want him to pay all the bills, yeah. that he has no need for anything else when he gets in the house because right. he has everything there. Right. You right. know, so. so water's empty. Household, <laughs> the audacity. That, that I ain't that chick and I don't want that man. She said I'm not that chick and I don't want that man. But not only that, it's, it's that's the, what I can do it myself. 
Yeah, expect, the expectations they expect of a man. It, you got a handful right. of men who doesn't need a significant other to make it in life. You know what I'm saying? It, it's very few men out here that we don't need. You know, I don't need a partner because mo most marriages, they need both incomes for the right. house to work. You right. know what I'm saying? So I'll be trying yeah. to spell like, where you think these men at? And then like, I don't know Kevin Samuel shit. Like, how you expect to get them type like that type of man? You know what I'm saying? Right. So it's just like I don't know. These expectations are crazy. And then she brought in the Bible. I'm like, okay, you want to pull one thing out the Bible, but don't pull out that the benefits other. Benefits you, right? You know what I'm right. saying? Right. Right. So, um, oh, Randy, I love this comment. Randy Easter said, "Women today don't want traditional men; they want the traditional benefits." Yep. Man, Randy, you be listen. This man has way worse. I like that. That is that. That is facts. Like, hey, Shaka. So I think that women today feel like because I look good, if I am visually satisfying, that should be enough for you just to give me the house, the car, the ring, and be lucky if I kiss your raggedy gut when you walk through this door. And don't be dirty because I'm gonna stop you at the door. And that's what Randy means by they want the uh, the tradition. They want a traditional man who's gonna go to work, music video, feel, take care of them, make them feel secure, um, and they femi femininely or whatever. And yet these women do nothing to stroke these men egos. So I feel like if my husband is gonna go to work, right, then it is my job to at least make sure dinner is done, um, make sure the kids are good. I'm gonna take the kids to the appointment. I'm going to ask them, how was your day? What can I do to make your day less stressful because you've been at work all day? And if he's taking care of, I'm a stay-at-home mom. I don't work. So I'm going to be on my P's and Q's. And I have some people who like, girl, I can live that life. I can live like you because you like a slave. Like, I remember someone said something like, you got a curfew? And I'm like, yeah, actually, I do have a curfew. And they're looking at me like, can't no man tell me what to do. Like, first of all, I'm in a partnership. If my partner says to me, I'm not comfortable with you being out at this time, I would like for you to come home at this time. By all means, I'm bringing my ass home at the time that he asked me to. And it's just a respect and it's just that partnership. Um, anybody else want to add anything? Yeah. Um, so the water still hasn't filled up. But anyways, let me go on to I agree with what Mr. Bendova was saying here. Um, it is an issue with the today's generation gen mm -hmm. z gen z's more um superficial. that too though they're well yeah they're more superficial though i mean we were the last yeah. generation like i would say 89 was like the cutoff of those who were traditional um family mm -hmm. household i was raised in a household kind of untraditionally my mom was not a traditional um wife ho household uh mm -hmm. holder because she was single mother so as a single mother she was more independent she didn't really need a guy to support her. She just wanted them around. And, you know, that's okay. You know, that makes sense. You know, independence. You want to be able to have that. And I want independence for my lady here, too. You know, I want her to be able to say she wants me around, not needs me around. Because then that yeah. takes away that partnership, you know, that you were saying. Where, you know, we both have an equal say. We both have, like, the same amount of power in our voice. Mm -hmm. If we don't agree on something, I take it as like a negative and a positive. Don't make a, a it makes a negative if you multiply it. Yeah. So it has yeah. to have both parties either agreeing or both parties disagreeing. If not, we do our own independent thing. So yeah. I, I try to keep the the, the balance with that as far as yeah, balance and keeping uh -huh. it in a way where no one doesn't feel like 
they're doing you're, more than the other. Yeah, I get that. I and get then that. That takes, the, that takes away from that from that household thing. Yeah. But these, I, uh, today's chicks. Now, women, be women. Today's nope. women. Why do like, you like I'm chicks? talking about chicks because they ain't women yet. They haven't grown up. They haven't graduated to womanhood. They will graduate when they have the mindset of like, well, what I said was stupid, and I need to take a step back and look and at reassess yeah. myself. Mm-hmm. And like she should have taken a reassessment there when he shot her with all those shots. She was trying to explain herself. And it's like, no, I do look good. So if I'm good, yeah, like they were saying, this is what I deserve. Mm-hmm. Like I deserve all that because I look good. But then the looks fade. So That's true. That's true. So uh, Mr. Shaka said, nowadays, women only bargaining chip is their vagina. So when you try to make them to show to make them to show worth in other ways, they look at you like you speaking in a foreign language. Um, I would have to agree with that. And I'm not saying all women, I'm I'm saying some women because they're they're bred to only use what they got to get what they want. But I want to also place some blame on the men here. And the reason why I want to place blame on men, because some men are okay with women not having traditional values. So if the world is glorifying a woman who's always on the internet shaking her behind and it's sexy, it's cute, or she a bad B, then the next women of generation are watching this. And they're like, okay, this is easy money for me to go to the club and become another Jocelyn Hernandez or uh, someone else or you know, Princess Love, somebody like that. That's what these young girls are getting. Like, So a man going to buy me these fancy cars if I go show my body? If I act like I don't have a brain and I don't have sense and I don't have to be a traditional wife in any way, meaning I don't have to bring nothing else to the table, but this, this good, good, you know? And so I think if men were to uphold tradition a little bit more too, I think we have less women out here shaking that thing, thing. So I'm, go so ahead. Do you, so do you blame all, all men or is it 50, 50, the man and the parents? I blame 50, 50 because because women have the choice whether they want to act that way or not. You know, it's always a choice. I mean, if you see this person on TV doing this, your your morality should be like, no, I wasn't raised this way. And just because it's easier to get money this way or to get attention this way, I have more class and more dignity to carry myself this way. Because first of all, one day my children might see me out here acting up. I don't want my child to deem, uh, see me in this light. And I don't want my child to do something like this. It's just like Cardi B said. She would never let her daughter watch any of her music videos or listen to any of her songs. But yet she's out there performing stuff like this because she knows what she's doing is technically not cool, even though she tries to justify it. Put that comment back up there. I'm going to read that comment real quick. So Randy Easter said, they find that the visual appeal is what they provide and on the table when retrospect, the man is acting acting what is benefiting the the man, cook, clean, maintain a home, and it's been complicated to answer that. Um, I don't know if that was what they meant. Cook, clean, maintain a home. It's been complicated to answer as how it was written. It's kind of throwing me off, too. Yeah, I don't know. Um, I, th- I think what they're trying to say is like it's I'm the superficial, <laughs> it's the superficial yeah. parts of the woman uh-huh. and not not like the other parts of like the skill sets they should learn in life back in the in the days like before schools became more um educational based when they went into the college route and they took away oh, the God, trade 
they took away the trades so men would work men would learn like carpentry woodworking mechanics and then the women would learn the home ex um, yes yes know, the, the sewing yeah, I know. I saw. I, yeah. I've seen those. You participated. Uh, I did not. I did home ec, and, and that's another. And that's another thing too. Like what is so sad is, you know, I ain't gonna throw no names out there. I got a couple of homegirls who really can't cook. One old girl said in that video, a cookbook. She was really puzzled. <laughs> yeah, she thought that was like a new thing. Right. What is a cookbook? What's, what is? What do you do with that? <laughs> like, the problem is to me, right? Uh huh. Um. Just think about most people, most of the people they come from broken homes, single parent homes. Yep. How many, how many kids, um, how many uh boys and daughters, or what we want to call it, uh, how, how many of them are raised to actually be a, a husband or a wife? That's ooh, that makes you think. I like you, you, that. You, you, you see what I'm saying? Uh, I mean, everybody got different situations, but that's why you can you can almost just look at okay, how the kid was raised, I can really tell what they're gonna be. In this relationship, sometimes, mm -hmm. sometimes it, it goes the other way because everybody mm -hmm. they, they change. But how you're raised and stuff, to me, has a lot to do with what the outcome of things going to be in a relationship. Sometimes a lot of us not even raised to be either a husband or a wife. Right. It's just you know what a single mom. Some, a lot of times she teaches her kid, her daughter, how how to ne never never need no man. You don't need no man. Right, right. Because she had to do it on her own. And she grew up to be lonely almost her whole life or something. Right. Shit. You know what I'm saying? Right. Can so I, uh, I this all depends on how you was raised to me. That's me personally. I just want to, yeah. um, I kind of want to respond. Um, and yeah, it is kind of like how they're brought, but something I've noticed with not so much children, but young adults. Uh -huh. And at some point we stop teaching them to be adults. Um, I see kids and I'm gonna call them kids cause they're still kids in their twenties and some in their early thirties that still don't know what it is to be a grown-up let alone be a wife be a husband Mom, they don't know what it's like to be grown we teach we we treat them as a society as if they're children and they don't know any better because they're so young mm -hmm. at some point we decided that they should be kids but forgot that we needed to prepare them for a world where they were actually over coddling over coddling you know we don't teach them how to like they're like, oh, I want to be famous. I want to be on TikTok. I want to do all these things. I want instant, right? Like instant gratification. Yes. Everything has to be instant. Everything. Nothing is worked for. Nothing is hard. The harder it is, the less they want to do it because it's too hard. Yes. They don't want to do it. They want that instant stuff because everything nowadays is instant. They don't That's know. So they've come to that point. Boys the and girls, they want somebody to take care of them because they never mm -hmm. learned how to take care of themselves. You know, right. they're saying boy, boys don't know how to be men. <laughs> women don't know how to be women because they weren't taught. So Leave that's because society society has confused yeah. people. Yeah. Society yeah. has confused yeah. people yeah. so that's, badly that's, that's, that nowadays you, you it's broken. I'm a single mom. Broken. I'm not saying it's bad to be a single mom. I'm not saying that, but there's so many women on TV now that they'll give what's it called, Team Mom. That oh, shows up that. there. Love that shows glorifying these young girls out right. here having babies and raising these babies. I don't need a man. I can do it by myself. And then now you seeing young girls. I want to be on Team Mom. I want to be on Team Mom. I'm like, what the hell? Me too. I want to be on Team Mom. <laughs> <laughs> but like, and then like, I think one of you guys said they're not having um, two parents in a home or something to show them how to be uh, partners, basically. 
and how to be a traditional person to your 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 spouses. For me, growing up, I used to. I don't think I ever looked at my aunt because my aunt and uncle raised me. I never looked at my aunt like she was doing too much for my uncle. When my uncle went to work, my aunt had his lunch packed. Like that night, she had cooked. His lunch was in the refrigerator. When he woke up in the morning, she had his clothes ironed, hung up, um, hung up and ready. And my aunt worked too. So she wasn't just a stay-at-home wife. And, you know, for the most part, she did the household chores. The only thing I ever had to do was clean my room and maybe wash dishes. And I didn't start washing dishes until the age of like 11. And I had to tell like my husband, like my aunt did so much around the house. This is how traditional she was. She did everything. I didn't know how to wash clothes. It took for my husband to teach me how to wash clothes. You know, but I did understand how to cater to him in other ways. I knew to make sure dinner was done. I knew to make sure the house was clean. I knew to make sure to have his clothes ready. Rather, you know, the first five times I burnt his pants. And his water bottles full. I never learned how to earn because my aunt, she she took on the role of the whole house. That's insane. Let me tell you, because I want to move on from this in in a minute. I think that if men it. and women held each other accountable and men actually tell women, listen, keep your clothes on, keep your clothes on and keep your mouth not so trashy. It's attractive. It is sexy to wear clothes. It is sexy to use more than just your body. I want to have a stimulating conversation with you. But sometimes men be out here that want the goodies. And, you know, the women are like, hell, you're going to give me the goodies and you're going to do this. All right, cool. Daddy. We just got to get to a space where we realize if tradition kind of came back, I think less women would ha- women would have to be out here working and worry about daycare. If you really think about that, you wouldn't have that those those expenses that make you struggle as a mom because you want to be like, okay, I'm gonna get my behind in the house and I'm not gonna be like, oh, I can't be taking care of no man. I'm too independent. And you be like, okay, this is a compromise. You know this. It, it really is a compromise. It's not really me 50-50. It's, it's 100-100 because he's putting forth his best effort and you putting forth yours. It shouldn't be we're going to split nothing. It's both we're going to come to the table wholeheartedly and we're going to make this crap happen. You feel me? <laughs> so let me move on from this segment because, <laughs> man, that is something we can talk about all day. So, guys, this has been a lot of stuff happening in the news, so much stuff trending, and you already know what time it is. It's time to get, get to the... Uh, Train the corner with Lord D. Let's go. I'm sorry, that song always gets me like, I'm, I'm like, yes, breathing, breathe. <laughs> so, guys, I know you guys have heard about this case in Akron. It's all over the news. It is on CNN, MSNBC, trending all over the world. Um, there was a young man in Akron, Ohio, by the name of Jalen Walker who was in a high-speed chase with the police, and he ran from the cops. He got in the car, ran from the cops, and he was gunned down 60 times, 60 times. 
And the cops said that once they got to the car, they found a weapon in the car, but did not find a weapon on this person, but yet they felt the need to gun him down 60 times. Uh, one definitely get into that. And then we have this young man, this terrorist, this terrorist, another terrorist that they tried to paint into be a mental case because that's what people are saying now. This 22-year-old decided that he was going to create chaos on July 4th in uh, Illinois town, and it was a parade going on, and he shot he's about 30 people, six dead. And this young man was apprehended. He did not have a cut on him. He didn't have no bullet wounds. He didn't it, it, homeboy got up and walked away scathe free and I really want to touch on this subject because I want to know why is there double standards in America when it comes to this brown boy and this white young man they both were he was 25 years old Jalen was 25 this uh, terrorist was 22 years old they both committed similar crimes but not similar crimes one murdered 30 people and one just ran from the cops and trying to figure out why one is dead and why one is still here. Let's get into this. Um, okay. Mr. Diablo Bands, I'm going to ask you. Yeah, I'm sorry. Let me. Yeah, let me, yeah. Mr. Bendover. Mr. Mr. I'm, see, you got so many AKAs. I'm up here talking about Mr. Diablo Bands. Like. That's <laughs> all good. Mr. Bendover, why do you think this 25-year-old man is gone, but yet this 22-year-old is still walking this earth? I mean, everybody know the answer to it. I mean... Sometimes we just got to say it out loud. It, it, it's, the, it's the same... See how, see how the devil working and they keep freezing me up? Um, it's, it's the same thing. It's the same case, same scenario. Hey, you, you ever watch... What was, what was the movie? Was it Men's Society or Boys in the Hood when the guy was talking to the Rockies? Hey, the hunt is on and you to pray. And it's like, man, that was some mm. real conversation he was having with him. Uh, once we start, I'm going to just say black. I'm half black and half Puerto Rican. My dad's Puerto Rican and my mom is black. He's a bleakin'. Uh, yes. Um, uh, I, I got a cousin. He's he's full-blooded Puerto Rican. I'm walking with him to school one day. Mm -hmm. When you look at him, he looks he looks Caucasian. Mm -hmm. The police stopped me for whatever reason and, and just let him keep going. And I'm like, yo, we're walking together. But anyways... You go get back to this case. It, it's it's um it's the same thing all the time, man. He, um, it was a guy, a white guy, who, who killed three cops the other day. Yes, I forgot to mention that. Yes, he came in pretty bruised up, but he wasn't dead. Uh, he was alive. Grocery store in Buffalo, guy kills a couple of people, uh, scratch free, and there's always a gun. And my thing is, the gun is never found, or some dumb shit, or it's planted, or but guess what? It's a, it's a cop that's never shot. I'm like, damn, in all these cases, a cop never gets shot from these kids when they say they have guns on them. And so, and, and that's why I be puzzled at with it, man. I'm just, I'm to the point where I'm, I'm sick of it. But um, nobody's not going to stand together and do nothing. Everybody had their own agendas in life. Everybody mm -hmm. had their own families. That's how sad you feel that way. Really I, I'm, until, until, I, I, until something changes, history keeps repeating itself. That's true. I get that. Yeah. So, so I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, go ahead, go ahead. Okay. So Randy Easter said they know that black people will blindly act in anger. They trying to incite people to riot because um, and cause martial martial law. Um, I kind of actually feel that way too, Randy. I, I really do. I think they're 
trying to get us to a point where they like they're not going to peacefully do anything. They're just going to keep burning down things, and then lawmakers are going to get tired of these businesses filing insurance claims, and then they're going to like, okay, these black some somethings can't act right. So let's put them all on punishment. Let's let's show them uh, the rule of thumb. But but my other question would be is, why is it sad? It's okay to shoot someone in the back while they're running. Why sixty rounds? Why? Well, you're not, that's that's yeah. not that's and not. Eighty rounds were fired. Sixty hit them. That's not protocol. You're not supposed to shoot someone while they're running away. Um, that's uh, against all police um, protocols. Len can tell you for sure. Murder. Our producer knows all those um, statutes. But for what the situation is. Mm-hmm. It, I think the, the situation for each of them should have been reversed. The child who attempted to flee, they should have, he should have been tackled and, and subdued. But running away from the police, um, I don't know, PSA, don't do it. No matter what, just stay there, listen to commands, and just follow what they're saying. And if anything happens to you while you're in the situation, get the badge number, get the supervisor number, and report it. Send it up as a file of complaint. Obviously, and it's going to be, it's going to be, and FYI, once you guys do that, it's going to be tossed we, in the trash, too. I understand, like, you could say all that, but guess what? So many activists right now, so many civil rights activists, if you brought it up as an official case, there's no <laughs> telling, like, what kind of attention you're going to get. So keep in mind the best way yeah. to get these things situated um, with bad cops and all that stuff is with public, uh, not just public discourse with rioting that's not how we solve these problems you vote in people who will go and clean up shop within the uh the executive branches so you need to have like mayors that are willing to get rid of the corrupt police you're going to have like councilmen that are willing to get rid of the corrupt police got to vote these people in you're voting in people that are like in the pockets of these guys so they're willing to protect them so um just keep in mind that these tragedies that are happening it's unfortunate that it's always like one-sided and i feel like it's gonna be one-sided for a long time until the same way not riots though not don't destroy the country because if you do enact martial law then no one has rights so it's voting that's how we change that okay so one second so randy easter says the guy that killed those people in that church um dylan rufus who he's talking about they allowed him to get Burger King, which questioned the judicial system. It did. And you know why they allowed him to get Burger King? Because they wanted to secretly say, good job. Good job. Well, not only that, it's, it's like, oh, just listen. Let it out, Mr. Mendoza. Go ahead. My, my, my thing is this, right? I'm freezing my internet trash today. But uh, listen, they do this stuff deliberately in front of your face. It's a spit in the face. Yeah. This shit is on video, mm-hmm. and people will still go the other way. Well, we well we just did this, and you got to do this, and we follow mm-hmm. these protocols. Woo-de, woo-de, woo. Let me tell you something, bro. I'm a firm believer in something else, but I know we lost. So I don't want nobody to go off me. How do you get a bully's attention? Show your ass. So I mean, only I mean, you got to burn shit. Burn shit down is not going to do nothing. With that's that's all the time. I'm just say black black people do this. They start burning shit down. No, you know how you get a bully's attention, bro. When he punch you in your snot ball, he punch him right back in his shit. Well, you don't want I mean you don't want to go outright to war, but it's like, what else are you leaving us to do? Right. To fix something. 
How many times we got to complain? How many times we got to go down and get a turn? How many more family members got to hurt? Oh, you know How what? many we, times we, being caught got to represent a black family? And see, the thing about it is, it, it's not going to be a problem until it starts to start affecting you. Right. And your kind. You see what I'm saying? When it starts affecting your kind the most, they're like, wait, 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 wait. I remember some years ago, I'm, I'm going to say this, it, it's, you can you can check it out if you want to. Some years ago, a Black Panther had got on the news down here in Florida. Mm-hmm. He said the most realest, craziest shit I ever heard on some on some Malcolm X type shit. He mm-hmm. said, he said, listen, these white folks down here ain't gonna understand until we start snatching up their kids and doing it in what they're doing to us. And I was like, did he just say that on fucking on, on Channel 4 News? I'm like, whoa. But I'm like, well, damn, I hate to say that, but it's like it's like what you leading folks to do. It's like right now, somebody come blow your kid brains out, he ain't doing nothing. How you gonna feel about that? What you what action you gonna take? You know what? Let me just calm down and go get me a lawyer and uh Try to get these guys out of office, but that shit ain't working. You know, you know what's gonna happen if these cops meet white children with this crime? Just how they're protesting, they get their little uh ARs and they want to stand on bridges and tell the cops they're not gonna do nothing. And these cops put their tails behind between legs and they run off and they do nothing. These men, these Caucasian men are gonna rage war against the police. And unfortunately, that's not our position to fight. Even though this is happening to us in our community, it's going to take, and I'm not inciting. I don't want to go to war. I don't want anyone to misconstrue what I'm saying. What I'm saying is that's what will happen because Caucasian people, they have, like, unfortunately, they have different rights than us. You know, they can actually walk across the bridge, walk walk up to a cop with AR strapped across their chest, and that cop ain't going to reach for his weapon. He's not going to feel threatened or nothing. So if you're meeting us with all this violence, right, and then these guys come and they're going to just walk up to you and you've been killed their babies, they're going to come for blood. That's what it is. They're not going to be peaceful. They're not going to burn nothing down. They're going to start a war like what they did at the Capitol. They are improved. That's what they'll do. These Caucasian men and women stormed the government's Capitol. So if they would do that just because they were mad because their president didn't get elected, imagine what they would do if you was to hurt one of theirs, one right. of their babies. So right. let's uh, let's find out what's what's in the country here. Why are we talking about just two different um, cultures? There's there's more than just one. Well, um, there are more. So than- I'm I'm a Puerto Rican. People get it, get it, com- you know, confused because <laughs> I talk and sound and articulate myself in a certain way. Well, that's because I was raised in a different way. I was, I grew up in raised the in hood, bro. <laughs> I, was, I grew up in the hood, but I also grew up in a very well-off position. Lost everything, went into a very impoverished neighborhood in the heart of the hood in Philadelphia. That was very humbling. Living in a home that had no heat or electricity and taking baths in the wintertime can really open your eyes to like, okay, there's something better out there than this. I had it. So the thing is to live in a, in a, a way that just puts you in a mindset of being a victim, that's going to cause problems for everybody. No, so I, I never, I don't like that you use the word. I love you, B, but I don't like Hold that on. you use the word. Hold on. Hold on. I'm going to say mindset. And I'm going to keep it like that because I have it. I I was picked on in Sheridan, okay, because I had a different mindset than all the other folks. I, I, I sounded white. It, well, they said I sounded white. That's the problem. But I wasn't. I'm not. That's the problem. That's mindset. 
You can't have that mindset and then expect bad things or good things to happen. Bad things are going to follow you with a negative mindset. You need to change what you're thinking. If everybody in the country that feels victimized changes that thought process and be like, you know, what? I'm not a victim. That What they're doing to me is wrong. And I'm going to follow this, this path because no matter how bad you did me, I'm going to follow just this positive way. That's what Dr. Martin Luther King was doing. They did. They treated him like shit. And, and what he did he do? He did everything in a non-violent way. They treated him like straight up shit and killed him. Okay, because he was doing so good. All right, and that was the messed up part. It's like have that mindset because Dr. King had that mindset, which is y'all gonna do something, but I'm gonna hold myself up. I'm gonna keep my head held high, and I'm gonna walk forward, not backwards. And what's happening is society's pushing it, pushing a one group of people backwards. But the victimization is winning. They're winning. They're changing y'all's mindsets to think I'm a victim. And because these things are happening and they're being televised and everything, they're all on the media. It's like the victimization mindset's coming in. It's bad. Let me read. Let me read our our um, yeah, our fans' comment real quick. So Randy Easter said, "Tupac said it best when he said we 'We've been knocking on the door for food, and now I'm picking the lock and I'm coming in, blasting everyone on sight." God dang. I mean, he did say that. <laughs> He did say um, that. Uh, I want to respond to that uh, uh, the mindset. Um, Victim my mindset. Was my pastor, and he said everything started in the mind. Um, I, I'm kind of fifty fifty with you um, on that, but a mind. I'm, I'm not being funny, but a mindset doesn't change your skin tone. At the, matter, at man. The, I was picked on for being a certain but, skin tone. No, no, no. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not, I'm not. I'm not saying that. I'm not. I'm not saying that. Um, until you get into somebody else. Put for example, till I moved down to Florida, I, I when I was up in Ohio, I've never been stopped by the police or nothing. <laughs> Turn the camera off. The mic on. Listen, I'm not being funny, right? Listen. Yeah. Go ahead. Go ahead. Um, when I left Ohio, right. I was I was raised in Florida, so I was a military. My dad was military. I, I've been a little everywhere. But anyways, until I moved back to Florida when I was 19, I've never been stopped by a police officer. Mm-hmm. I never had no racist shit said to me anything. Dog, since I've been down to Florida, bro, I got pulled over and, and got arrested about arrested two, three, no, three times, been pulled over 10 times. Just on I'm not gonna, I'm not even gonna say it's because of that, you know what I'm saying? But I've noticed how I got handled by police officers down here than up north. Not mm-hmm. saying there's not no racist cops up north, but I'm saying down here in the south, bro. Way different. That shit totally mm-hmm. different, bro. And do I have white friends? Yes, I have. I have white friends. Situations yeah, where I'm with them, I'm leaving the beach or something like that. We get pulled over. Hey, you go call you your ride. We'll talk. Bye. And I'm just chilling. I, I'm not going to get into what happened and something like that. But I'm saying I've experienced uh, things. Not saying you haven't or you haven't, the Lord. But but when you experience things to certain levels, it just changes your mindset, period, on how you view people and how does. you look at things. Because it physically happened to you. So if you haven't experienced something, not say you can't look at something and not feel what they're going through, but experiencing something when you know you haven't done anything wrong. And it's like, wait a minute. Something ain't right, something ain't right, right. This, bro. Like, you know what I'm saying? So, I, I've experienced a lot of different things since I've been down here, and thank God, a lot of that stuff that they were trying to put on me that 
Take time, get over it. I didn't have to, I wasn't doing nothing wrong just to get up off me, you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. But uh, yeah, I feel like you have to um, you have to experience certain things to get a different viewpoint of different things, you know, you know what I'm saying? But um, that's where I was getting at with with right, 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 right. All those things happen to you, right? But you keep your head up. You keep moving forward and you don't allow it to bring you down. You're not a victim, right? Mm-hmm. Right, right? Mr. Bendover, you're not a victim, right? Brandon. And I am, but I'm not. Right. Yes. You don't let it get to you to that point, right? That's what's happening with a lot of society. If you look at the collective whole of society, you see a lot of people complaining and saying, I'm a victim, I'm a victim, rather than saying, you know what, I'm going to make sure that my children put in people in the office that are going to make changes that are going to change the way the mindset of degeneration that I'm living in because mm-hmm. it's not right. Right. I don't want people to be experiencing that stuff, but I experienced it as a child. Okay. Growing up being picked on for how I looked, Laura went through that shit. We I both did. got picked on yeah. for that. And that stuff. But the difference sucked. between me and you is though, Brandon, you walked away and I beat ass. That was the difference. Exactly. Because <laughs> I, I had a better, I had a better <laughs> thing inside of me that says what I'm doing is not going to benefit myself. It's only going to hurt people. And all I'm going to do yeah, is make myself up. lesser rather than holding. If I hold myself up and walk away, then I'm being the bigger person because me, not, it's not worth it. Not to cut you off. Let me address our fan real quick, though. Go ahead, address. address Yeah, because I've been popping this in and out. Okay, so Randy Easter said the government plays upon words as well as well. Native Americans were sanctioned into reservations. Black people sanctioned into reservations, but it's called the projects. That is so true. Um, I agree with. I agree with that. So, um, B, I mean, I get what you're saying because, like I said, back in the day in school, it was the way I talked. Yeah. And because we had a little bit more, like when we moved to the art area, we had a little bit more and people used to be like, oh, like my aunt had this brand new Trans Am and they're like, oh, y'all got the Batmobile car, you know? So people <laughs> thought we, we had like, well, you know, we were, it was a two working household, so we were good. But in that, I never walked into any situation thinking I was better than anyone. So I did get picked on for a little bit. But once I addressed my bullies, they're some of my closest friends now. You know, sometimes you have to just meet a bully right where they're at. And that's in the middle of this ass kicking. You know what I'm saying? And get up and shake hands. But let me address this victim mentality. That young man, Brandon, he can't open his mouth to say he is a victim. That man is dead. He I, is heard, I didn't say nothing. To, I didn't take away from that. I never said that. But you said, but you, but you're like the way you're setting it up is like I feel like you feel like I said the things need to be reversed. The dude who shot people need to get shot. If you're shooting, no somebody, one needs to be die. shot. <laughs> no, I'm saying if, no you, one needs no, to be shot. If you're shooting people to do it just to do it, you your ass needs to die. And I'm not. I'm death penalty needs to come back. We need to do an eye for an eye kind of shit. We need to do some draconian policies and get it no, in people's no, that's heads. That's barbaric. That that's barbaric. The the it's way that anymore. the way that we it's should ridiculous. the way that we should listen. We've been violence have been existing for centuries. Okay, why is it with everything we gotta go blow up some stuff? We gotta you know beat people up. Like if 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 we simply just teach tolerance, you know what I'm saying? If every person who is non-black, non-brown, or other, if they were to teach tolerance in their household, then every day that one of their family members walk out the door, they have some patience with someone who doesn't look like them. 
They shot that man in the back simply because they figured he's a black dude. He's running. Guess what? We'll be justified because that's what they thought. Exactly. Because society says when your skin looks like this, it's a threat, right? But if we would remove that, and number one, it would start with movies because why is it always oh, a black man, dark skin, he got to be walking like this and got the gap. You know what I'm saying? That has been stained into the brain of so many Americans and Caucasian and Asian and other, their kids watch these movies and they automatically think that these guys are bad. So when they grow up to become police officers, it's still there. These guys are bad and they're not having enough interactions with people who don't look like them. Let's teach tolerance and understanding. And that should start in these schools and start with separation because segregation, segregation is still going on. You, you, you can't move. I'm gonna hurry up. I'm gonna hurry up. Make my point. You, you can't, you can't go to like Butler. You can't live in that district. You can't, most black people can't afford to live in that district because they want the housing to be so unaffordable that your black children cannot come over there. And if you use someone's address, here go laws. You can't use this address to make your kids go to school here because we want separate segregation to stay in place because we don't want tolerance to begin here in school where children learn how to conduct each other in a, a social settings. And I'm done with that. Go ahead. If anybody want to add to that. <laughs> like you, you're saying what I've been saying. Change the mindset by teaching tolerance and patience. That's changing mindsets, by the way. Okay. So if we want to change mindset, yes, we have to teach that. But also the people who are older now need to also have the, that thought in their heads too. me. I hear it and I don't like it. I've already said what needs to be done about those individuals. If they're willing to do that in public, take them out in public. Public executions would change people's mindset. It's I'm just saying. Listen, I feel that if you start holding more people accountable, it's all about accountability, bro. You think these cops keep, wait a minute, I got the chance of going to jail or getting getting this done back to me. I think twice about it, but when there's no consequences, behind, no consequences behind it. It's all across the board. Police, if the police is doing it and they're wrong, if a, if a criminal's doing it and they're wrong. He let Vanessa go after you. Go ahead, Vanessa. Okay. And I mean, okay. So let's say you see famous people and famous mm -hmm. people do dumb shit because they're people. They do dumb mm -hmm. shit. So we hold them accountable for their dumb shit to the highest extent. And literally all they do is entertain. But we don't hold people that are supposed to protect us to the highest extent. We don't tell these people that you're supposed to be here protecting me, but you're not. You're using it for your own agenda. We don't hold them as accountable as we do famous people. And yet they should be held at a higher level. Right. Because they're here to make us feel safe but just because what's that what's that stupid uh was it uncanny valley where they look at something and it looks sort of human but it doesn't look like me so it's not real mm -hmm. kind yeah, of thing or just because you can't think it it, it messes your yeah, head up. so that because your skin tone is slightly darker than mine or slightly lighter than mine or your hair looks different than mine or something stupid the most superficial crap you could judge anybody on just because your skin color is a different color that's crap you you don't treat people like that. You're not supposed to look at those things. Yeah. And yeah, you're right. You should teach your kids that because, I mean, I, I'm, my son's 14 now. He's getting ready to hit in the world. And I'll give you this. Sometimes I am very terrified because, yeah, he's Puerto Rican, but, you know, it don't look that way. And it terrifies me to some end because I'm like, he's a young man and he's going to be in the street. 
And I don't know what's going to happen when, and my son's autistic and he can't necessarily say things, communicate things the way right. he wants. And he can get shot just because he didn't communicate something that he was doing correctly. Right. And some trigger happy cop feels like he didn't jump fast enough and he didn't speak loud enough or he just didn't like the way he moved and not understanding that people interact differently with the cops. Civilians <laughs> are not trained to act under pressure with police officers. People get scared. And Brandon, I know what you said about don't run, but that you it's natural. No, it's not. Yes, it, it is, is no, a reaction. It's not. If you're not, no, it's not. I you know what? I, I think us being from different backgrounds and having different experiences, I don't think you can speak to that. I've been around weapons. I just don't my think you can. Entire upbringing. My mom. It doesn't showed me matter. It doesn't matter. How to use it. It doesn't matter it. what you've been around. Everybody you have never me. lived in this skin or looked this way. Okay. You so my, past people and you look Caucasian. My mom you know, has had like weapons pulled out in her face. My mom's had weapons pulled in her face. Okay. She didn't run. Why? She was trained not to run. Because if you change the mindset no. again trained it's mindset changing you have to you have right. to understand that running right. is a good way of getting hit with something rather than just standing there listening to commands do what you're something if you're doing all that you're supposed to do and then the bad still happens then guess what the accountability part needs to be taking place and i'm telling you Go the ahead, policy I of taking them out shooting them right in the back of the head to Execution style in front of everybody, public display of execution. So Let's go North Korea. Take them out. I got a question. Uh, you you military, right? Yeah. So what what it's a dumb question, but I'm asking what causes post-traumatic stress disorder? Well, um, being in a thing that can risk your life or any type of event that causes uh severe emotional trauma or okay, and that, that's so that's, that's basically viewing and seeing things over and over and over, repetitive, right? Not viewing it, actually living it. That you can it, see it, it doesn't affect you. You go numb if you view it. If you're seeing it on a screen, you go numb to it. If you experience it in in real time, then that's PTSD. So, so I, I can't get PTSD. You, you don't think um, a person growing up in a hood, seeing things over and over and over again, you're experiencing it in real time. That's PTSD. Yeah, you so, have to you have to experience it. So I, that's why I would get into the question with with the the running thing. So. If, if I'm a if I'm a local kid is in the hood seeing things these things happen over and over and over and over again, I'm gonna have some type of PTSD, some type of reaction time to, to something, right? Well, PTSD doesn't say run away. PTSD right. doesn't mean run well, away. Well, we don't we we can't no. say that because everyone no, it experiences does not. it okay. different. PT, all right, read up PTSD. I'm gonna tell you, I'm gonna tell you right now. Yeah. This is what PTSD. No, read up on it because this is what it is. PTSD. Is a it's like a snap I had to back take it into from my psychology class. I had to. okay, so hang on. I'm gonna tell you something okay. because if you knew what PTSD, you wouldn't say run away is PTSD. It's not. So PTSD is a flash of an experience of an event, and you experience it like if you experienced it back when you were there. <laughs> Running away is not a part of that PTSD. Running away is a protection from the PTSD. Okay, when you're in the moment, you're gonna relive it. You're literally reliving. You're not reliving the running away. You run away because you're going to experience it. The, the people that know what's coming and you're trained in it, you're going to be like, okay, this is my response to it. If I see weapons, 
I'm just going to stand still, listen to the person, because guess what? I ain't got one. So I'm going to be smarter and just not cause any sudden movements to someone who's willing to throw that throw that shot. You have to be calm. You have to hold yourself in a situation where you are calmly talking. You don't yell. Lower your voice. And you experience it in that way. So that way it's showing that you understand what's going on. You understand that this is a serious situation. You're not trying to make light of it. And you're not trying to cause any serious problems with this going forward. So the PTSD side of it is like, oh, crap, I'm back like I'm I'm 13 again. And I just saw my friend get shot in the face and I'm like, oh, shit, I'm going to get shot in the face. So I'm going to run. No, what's happening is you go into shock. Your body goes into shock. All you do is just think about that time. You either are screaming or you're going to attack the person. So so those are the two things. You don't have that run away. Run away. Another thing. B. So, you know, I love you, my boo, you my yeah. boo. Um, but I do have to counter you with that. Um, so PTSD manifests in many different forms. No one's PTSD, no one person's PTSD case is the same. I have relationship issues. Like if I feel like I'm falling for someone, my natural thing would be to run. Like that's my PTSD, being too serious in relationships. You know, like I said, that's why I've only been in love one time. And my well, husband's literally my thing. first that's love. Re- that's relationship PTSD. We can't it categorize listen, that. Listen, it does, listen, PTSD, all, like I said, there's different type of PTSDs. We don't know what his was. Like Mr. Ben said, or uh, Ben Dover said, his could have been from watching kids experience bad things with the cops. So his PTSD was flight and running hell off, you know? So what I'm saying is your PTSD might be, let me hurry up and do what I'm supposed to do. Because in your mind, if you move, you're going to get killed. If you do the say the wrong word, this can happen to you. Think about your consequences because your PTSD might mean uh, you need to act accordingly, act accordingly, act accordingly. Someone else's might be like, you need to run, you need to run, get away from this situation, get away from this situation. So we cannot category um, categorize everyone's PTSD under the same umbrella. So when you're, when, let me say this, okay. Personally, like Ms. Ben Noah said, living in the South <laughs> is so hard. Like when you're a person of color, when I lived in Ohio, I been called the N word one time. And the person who called me, I knew he wasn't racist. I knew he was just trying to hit me like just mad. I can count on 10 fingers and 10 toes and some more. How many times I've been called the N-word while moving here? And I am 30-something years old, and I've never experienced racism the way that I experienced it when I moved here. You've seen firsthand when we was walking through that that taco joint, how that Caucasian woman looked our way, wouldn't even speak to me. And because of your skin tone, you was able to address her and her not pull out the phone and call 911. I told you, I was like, leave it alone, leave it alone, because if if you looked like my husband and me, she was going to call the police. You know that's, what I'm saying? So for for people of color, when you interact with the police, it's definitely, it's a scary event. I got pulled over and I was hyperventilating. Luckily, I got pulled over by a Latin man and he was like, it's okay, ma'am, calm down. And he's like, I'm not going to hurt you. I got pulled over by a Caucasian cop. And the only reason why he didn't give me like a ticket was because the president was in town and they had to hurry up and get back where they were supposed to be. But this guy stepped out the car this Caucasian man trying to show his authority and force it on me, like walked out straight asshole. And that's the problem. We got too many of those men 
who wear the badge and the badge is not respected by them. The badge is not serve and protect. It's dominate and intimidate. That's yeah. what they use that badge for. It became it became that after the Rodney King situation where it turned really bad. Right? Yeah. After it became really bad. It was bad then. It was bad. No, it was bad then. I said, I said it was bad then, but this was like the first time post-civil rights that it was it is it was really it was really bad. No, it's not shock it free. It so is. It's it, it got televised. It got a lot of reaction. You had a lot of activists that came out and outspoke about it, and it made those LA cops look really bad. Problem is, those people in that era are now your chief of police. Right. Those people are still there. They're the chief of police. They're your senior leadership. They They're are. the people that are going into mayors. They're the people that are in your Senate. Those are the people inside the House of Representatives. Like I said. These people are voted into office or being appointed by higher officials that are in the pockets. These guys are an organization. And that's it's why it is so important for everyone to watch out for voter suppression. Sorry to cut you off. Voter suppression is real. It is going on in a lot of places in the South. It is going on in a lot of places in the North because they know that a lot of people, brown, black, and other are starting to see that we got to get these people out of office and they're afraid to get out of office. So they're trying to find ways around keeping you guys who are able to vote. If you have uh, expired ID, if you're, if you never had an ID, these are things that they're using to keep you guys from voting. So make sure you guys pay attention, get out there and vote and pay attention. What Brandon is saying is right. It is important to vote. It's very important to vote. But also when you see these politicians trying to block your voters rights, Step on their necks and give them hell. Yeah, and also we want to vote people that are pro fuel and not just in the big pro oil. All of them. We need all of pro people, not a anti, because like I'm Correct, not cool with five dollars of gas. Yeah. So we're gonna go ahead. We're gonna go ahead and wrap this up because it's okay. it's been <laughs> we've been going over an hour lately. So um, Randy said the majority of the majority or few of those higher commanders are in a clan. Randy, that is the truth. Sometimes Amen, brother. True, yeah. That is so true. Or third degree um, masons. masons. Yes, yes, masons. sir. Yes, sir. You ain't never lied. Man, Randy, yo, Randy, I know you Randy said on he point tonight. To, Randy said he liked to be in the background. Randy, I need you on here. Like, I just, I just love your point of view. Like, you just be coming with some stuff. Randy, don't be camera shy. Don't be camera shy. You know the camera love you, sir. You I mean, he can come love. on without it too. He can. Yeah, you can come on without it. Like he, like he on like, like the deep dark voice. Maybe uh, talking to guys uh -huh. and, you, <laughs> and you know what, B? Like I, um, Randy shared some stories with me. Um, of because I don't know if you guys know what he looks like. He looks like he's an Asian guy. He looks, he just looks Asian. He doesn't even look like he's black, but he's black. Um, I think his father's black and his mom's Korean, I believe. And he he had to deal with uh, our own people telling him he didn't look black enough or the other people telling him, he, like, you know what I'm saying? So, yeah. Um, He's blurry. to have him on here because his life is... I know, Brandon. Why you got to blend everything? Man, he's bleaking and then he's... Freaking Blorian. We need to bring all of them in here. Lord, Lord, Lord. So, guys, if anyone out there, uh, Randy's Easter Facebook page, go at him on Facebook. Um, any of my fans listening, 
That man needs to be on somebody's runway. He needs to be in the Target oh, ad. Okay? He needs to, you know what? He needs to be a representative for Colgate. Okay? <laughs> we, we're trying to get Randy out there. That's my boy. I'm trying to get Randy out there. And he he's my number one favorite truck driver. I'm going to give that to him. So um, Hunter um, Gather said, you, oh, you guys have a number to call? Yes, we do. You want to call in real quick? Mr. Bendover, if you have to dip, you, you can feel more than free to uh-huh. dip. Um, put the number up there, please, uh, production. Hunter wants to call in. So, Hunter, the number is 980-616-9891 if you want to call in. That is 980-616-9891. See, that's some edibles kicking in. It's like, I'm playing, y'all play. I'll be doing no, I'll be doing no drugs, y'all. That's my natural self. My natural self be high hey. <laughs> Did you put the number in? So I think my phone number is like 980-616-9891. There we go. That's the number if you want to call in. But yeah, <laughs> Mr. Ben over, y'all. I appreciate you so much. Thank you so much for coming. And uh, let me tell you, I met him through, through CL. And from the first day we had interactions, I was like, I love this dude. This dude is, he is funny. He is genuine and um, genuine. And um, I was like, yeah, I, I definitely want to work with him one day. And yeah, I got to. And his show, Deep Throat Conversations, I love it. I love it. Uh, do you have any shirts that you can hold up? Well, nah, I, I got, matter of fact, nah. I do, but I, I got to go. Hello? <laughs> uh, next time, hey, Hunter, you know, how you doing? Right. Real good. I appreciate you. I'm gonna check y'all out. I appreciate uh, you. Um, you're speaking with Allure. All right, yeah, I just found you guys on here. I've been surfing around. Are you guys from Akron or Ohio? Or, yes, we're from Youngstown, Ohio. Youngstown, Ohio. Mm-hmm. Okay, well, it's cool. I love anything, any content on YouTube. I admire and respect anybody that's on here and having discussions about things and talking about what's going on in the world or whether in our own communities, wherever. Listen, are you guys familiar with uh, WNIR Talk Radio in Akron? Um, No, sir. I've never heard of that. It's 100.1 FM. Mm-hmm. And you can get it on during the day. You can even get it on an app. You can go Text to their own. It's, it's W-N-I-R. And it's, it's the talk of Akron. It's been on the air as long as I've been been alive. Oh, wow. Great radio show. It leads nice. to the conservative end of things, but it's a really good show. Mm-hmm. But if you guys have any questions, I've got a bunch of friends of mine are police. Mm-hmm. And I wasn't always friends with police. I used to run around with a lot of shady characters and, and I'd say probably 90, 90% of my friends ended up with multiple DUIs in jail, um, just down on their luck all the time, drug use. And, and I went another way. I got married and had it and raised a family and, you know, chose a different path in life. We all have personal choices to make, Mm -hmm. you know, and now I've got a kid's going to graduate from college with an engineering degree. And, you know, I never went to college. Congratulations. Uh, you know, well, thank you. I'm a, I'm a proud, proud father. I'm also an emotional guy, but I'm also a person that gets attacked all the time on social media for being called a racist mm-hmm. because I have conservative views, because I have uh, because I have a, a theory that we should all respect authority. Yep. And, and, and that starts when we're young. 
and it's and it's taught to our children when we're young and when we don't teach our children that then that's when we have breakdowns and that's when we have issues and that's when you know hate and sadness and despair and all these all these things are allowed to flourish Mm -hmm. so i don't think that jalen walker had a hateful upbringing from what i saw at his Mm -hmm. family at the at the press conference my heart goes out to him i couldn't imagine losing losing my son at at the age of 25 couldn't imagine what what kind of grief and Mm -hmm. you know i'll cry with them i'll pray with them I'll, I'll, I would go out of my way to help somebody and comfort them like that. Mm-hmm. But what I will not tolerate is this one-sidedness that because he was black, he's somehow untouchable. He's somehow not accountable for his actions. He's somehow, you know, like the attorney said, he was chased the night before in New Franklin. But, you know, they called off the chase. Mm-hmm. And like somehow that's the proper way to police. Like that's the way that we, sh- if we if we start doing that, then guess what? It will be the wild wild west. When you when you take away any any uh, you know deterrent to crime, crime's going to flourish. Yep. So this guy and and I didn't rush to judgment. I don't know what's going on. When I first heard the amount of shots, I thought, oh, that's bad. You know, that's mm-hmm. that's really bad. You know, this is horrible. And I, you know, but I thought, you know, I, I want to hear all the facts and everything. And I was privileged to information that the public wasn't getting because mm-hmm. I am friends with people that were in the evidence room that morning. So I started to hear all the things and they're, they're, they're horrified. Those officers, their lives are, man, I bet they're rethinking their choices in life of what they did for a career. Cause these guys don't make much money. And that's the last thing in their mind going to work singing, Oh, I'm going to shoot some black boy today. You know, that's, they don't even want to pull people over in Akron because we've got probably 60 unsolved homicides. Mm -hmm. And I'm going to say this, and if it's offensive to people, and this is where I get called a racist, it's all for the most, it's 90% black on black crime. They are running around shooting up drive by shootings. Just a month ago, we had a black woman, leaving a movie theater in broad daylight and got shot and killed. Mm-hmm. Oh, Where's the outrage? So, Where's the protest? So, um, Hunter, that's your name? Yeah. Okay, Mr. Hunter. So, um, I get um, a f- I get what you're saying, but at the same time, I think that sometimes when you guys hear, and I mean other Caucasians, I feel like when you guys hear uh, things about Black people in the news, so much crime is highlighted when we commit it, but people don't highlight the white on white crime. See, but that's your perception. I don't, I'm an equal, I, I hate criminals equally across the board. I don't care what color you are. Your blood is red. You all look the same underneath. If you're a criminal, Mm-hmm. I'm not saying if you're a color. I, I don't. I'm not a racist. I don't judge. No, and like I wouldn't that. call you. I wouldn't call you a racist. I will. I would say this is your life. But no, I, I understand where you're coming from, and yeah. I understand where the hurt is. But you cannot. You have to understand. This is not the hill to die on. Now, mm-hmm. the boys. I call them the boys. Young man. The young man's fiance died. Mm-hmm. She was killed in a semi truck accident, and mm-hmm. I think so were some young children along with her. I'm not. They haven't 
given us all the details to that story. So we do have something called mental health issues mm -hmm. that, that are going to play a part in this. He had his wedding ring on the front seat. He had his Glock with the magazine out of it. Now, I have a theory that if you're driving down the road on the highway at a high-speed chase and you've got a ski mask on, and you're you know you're worried about having this weapon and maybe this live loaded weapon. Maybe he dropped the magazine and on a Glock. Okay. You, so, there's no safety, so maybe he emptied the chamber and fired the gun. That's the quickest way to empty a Glock. So, maybe that's what so, happened. But that gun was fired, and they saw that fire that shot, and they reported it. Okay. So every one of those officers that have, you know, families at home, they want to go home, they want to they want to be safe and sound. They hear shots fired, mm -hmm. and when when these officers are out there, and they and one of their brothers. Mm -hmm. that are out there defending families and defending everybody. They're the first line of defense. If somebody's breaking into your home, you're not calling, you're calling 911. Yes. Saying somebody's breaking so, into my home. And so, they race to your house. So let me leave that, leave that comment up there. So Mr. Hunter, I agree. Um, I actually uh, support law enforcement, but I don't support cricket cops. I don't support cops who go into their job. And um, the one thing they want to do is create a uh, local terror. Because we have I some. I don't. I don't. I don't. This is this is a tragedy. This is yeah. a tragedy. So but the person responsible for this tragedy is Jalen Walker. Now I'm going to tell you this, and you're probably not privileged to this information either. And when this when the reports come out, he is a suspect in multiple robberies. The reason he was being chased the night before, because he is a suspect in multiple robberies. There are video, and you can go on Akron. You can go on Akron's Facebook. Mm -hmm page go to jen go to june 17th and you look at the pictures where they're asking help for the community to identify a, a robbery suspect and you look at that boys you look at those eyes you look at the brow you okay. look at the nose and you tell me if that's not jalen walker okay. no it's so, all going to come out that he's a suspect in multiple robberies so uh, there's the police so so not to cut you off but there are a few things i kind of want to i heard you saying i kind of want to address Sure, so sure. you said this young man's fiance died in a semi-truck accident? Correct. Well, one of the things he could have been thinking about was contemplating suicide. That's another thing I was going to get That's to. That's why he said mental health. So I privileged mm -hmm. information that came out Monday, the morning of the shooting, and there was rumors that either family members or friends of the family had called the station in the prior weeks, had called the police station mm -hmm. to warn them about him, that they were fearful that he may be you know, contemplating a suicide by cop scenario. Oh boy. So whether that's true or not, I can't I can't confirm that's, it. Well yeah, I'm gonna say that's all speculation at this point. It's so, all speculation. Yes. But what's not speculation is he had a he was armed. He was on a chase with police the night before. He mm -hmm. was on a chase, a high speed chase through a residential area where people walk their dogs where kids are out, you know, I know it's a late at night, but it's still a residential area. Mm -hmm. He, he, he discharged, he fired a weapon, whether, whether it was a neg negligent discharge or whether it was intentional, he fired a gun in his car. He was wearing a ski mask. It's 80 degrees at 1230 at night. Who wears a ski mask while they're driving down the highway? Well, well, Mr. Hunter, actually, I was going to give you some information. So I think another thing that we have to get rid of in these communities and in the world that the attire that some black men wear is something that they're always going to commit crimes in. 
there are some black kids out here who actually wear ski masks as a sense of fashion. On an 80 degree day? Yeah, listen, listen. I know 17-year-olds, there's a whole conversation on Facebook right now. 17-year-olds are wearing full jogging suits. Hats. I can go down to Summit Lake Park, which is a primarily black park down there. The basketball hoops, the indoor activities. I took karate down there when I was a kid in the 80s, and I was the only the white kid in the karate class. Mm -hmm. I can go down there on any 80 degree day, and I'll bet you $1,000 you're not going to find one person that is, in a ski that mask. Is, listen, listen. You, you have not explored all of the um, urban cities. You haven't been to where kids down here in Charlotte, North Carolina, they're walking in a full hoodie, like Trayvon Martin wore, a full hoodie, full sweatpants, and they might have on a, a, one of those mask things that has something on there, like is a, a graphic design mask on their face. And it's a part of fashion. And I think that well, we need. This isn't fashion. He's not we, a ninja. We can't. We don't He's know. We don't driver. know that. We do not know that. I know that. that. Ooh, I know yeah, that. Yeah. He's not, come on here. What again? This isn't a hill to die on. The facts so, are not so listen, support listen, what you listen, want. Listen, it's not about the facts supporting what I want. What I'm trying to do is open everyone's mind up to that. Every situation that a black man is in does not mean that, like you guys describe us as about to commit criminal activities by what we wear this is what blows my mind this has nothing to do with fashion i don't care what you wear why so tell me this people, so tell me this listen listen i love black music i love black food i love black movies i i i don't have anything i think halle berry is one of the most beautiful women in the world i'm i'm not racist i love to watch you know, sports, I got nothing against anybody's color of their skin. I think the American Indians got the shaft in this whole deal when we talk about race. And you know um, what? The one of the people who support black people the most are the American Indians, yeah. the, the Native but, Americans, the Native I, Americans. I, I, but here's the deal. Why do you why does the black race continue to defend people who aren't? It's not defendable. It's not so. So as of right now, I know that this boy does not have any active criminal background. So I have to give him the benefit of the, of the doubt because the justice system has not con convicted so him. So you can disregard so the, for the high speed chase. So listen, listen. No one, no one, no one is saying that. No one, no one is saying that he is justified in running for the from the police. If he had ran from the cops and they caught him and he was still alive and they put him in jail. No one would be out here protesting and set him free. No one. Um, they would, though. We would. They would. No, they would not. People run from they the would. They have. People no, but the thing is, you can't prosecute someone if you haven't people, caught them. I've never run from the police. Listen, and guess what? Listen, I've I never, said, I've listen, I said, Brandon, listen to what I said. I said, if the cops would have caught him and he had got arrested and he would have been prosecuted, Nam person would have been out here marching the streets talking about free Jalen Walker, free Jalen Walker, because we'd have been like, uh uh, he ran from the cops. He, he, he need to go ahead. He need to go ahead. If he, if if he, if he would have, if he would have pulled over, he would have been in jail probably. I, I, I'm so hoping what? that's. I'm hoping that's the case, but I can't say that because Jail's guess got what? Three meals a day in a soft bed, and you get to get and you get to go home. Okay, so we're talking about Jalen. How do you feel? Home. How do you feel about this young terrorist? Because we we always want to demonize the black race. What about this sure. young terrorist 
and Illinois who killed these innocent innocent people. Because Jalen Walker did not kill anyone. He didn't kill anyone. Did you see the pictures of him? I seen the pictures of the weirdo. Multi-colored hair and his tattoos on his face. What a dirtbag. But people from people, but people from people from your side of the fence are saying he had mental issues. Mental issues. Dylan Roof. Everyone, give me another example of another white dirtbag. Timothy McVeigh. Timothy McVeigh. You disobey. Okay, so I, I want to. I don't hear you. I, I think they're all evil. I think they're all godless, evil pukes. I hate them. I wouldn't go. I I don't like evil. I don't hate anyone. I I don't like evil. But what I am saying is, for a high for a high. For a high for a high speed chase for a high speed chase and running through a neighborhood does not mean that he needed sixty rounds in his back. Now see, here's where I can give you an example, and this is where this is where if you want to change the system and you want to change how things are done, then change the training because that's what law enforcement. They've been changing the training. We got new policies put in place every year. Do you know what happens? Do you know that the targets that they use literally have a person in a ski mask on them? Does it? They do. Okay. They do. So I have I have a professional I have a professional right here who says they don't use that for their. I have gone training. to gun ranges and they do. I've, I've they gone do to use not regular gun ranges. It would be something where the police. <clears throat> My so mom I have a, I have an actual. Let me ask you this: If you're at home cooking a meal on your stove. And it catches yeah, but that's coming up there. So, and you have a, a fire extinguisher under your kitchen sink. Are you just going to spray a little bit at, mm-hmm. at the fire? Or are you going to spray that fire extinguisher in either two so, things? The fire's wait a minute, fire though. Wait a minute, Mr. Hunter. I could see spraying him if he was facing them and he had a weapon in hand they and he no was shooting idea. him. All they knew was that he, he shot. was running. He, you can't listen. He was it running. Was dark. Did you see the video? He exited with a ski mask on and he was running. Yes. And he turned. Is it a tragedy? Yes. You have to actually that. listen. You can't just to be just because you're afraid does not mean you can shoot. I cannot walk out my house. So, I so cannot walk out. Back. Okay. Mr. Mr. Hunter, because I'm trying to be respectful. Can I please get sure, my point across sure. real quick? Thank you. So I cannot walk out my house. And my neighbor comes, my neighbor, my neighbor walks out and scares me. And I say, oh, pal, pal, he scared me. So I shot him. I would be prosecuted to the full extent of the law. And cops, they're trained. You just don't whip out your weapon and shoot. You got to make sure you're at actual danger. They were not in danger. They did. Was, they chased him and they tried to get him to pull over like normal people would do. If they, Have you ever had the cops pull up behind you? Yes. I have. What did you do? Did you run? Did you hit the pedal to the metal? I pulled. Did you pull I over? pulled. Listen, I pulled over because my experiences with the police are totally different than uh, experienced than some black males. You know, what I'm saying most females do not run. Usually, males I mean, do it's run. Just, it's just silly. Chris Rock, twenty years ago, did a video. It was a comedy bit. He said, "How to not get your ass kicked by the police?" Um, first of all, I do not support Chris Rock at all. Rock's funny, but it's the truth. If you've watched it's that not, video, it's comedy. But it's the truth. Listen, um, I don't support certain people who Chris Rock is someone I don't support. I would now never let me ask you this. Let me ask you this. How will your opinion change if you find out that this young man was, in fact, on a crime spree and did, in fact, have 
mental issues that so, was pushing so him the, to make So the justice system has this thing called. So this justice system that we have in America, America is called um, innocent until proven guilty. So he was still had needed to be found guilty in the court of law. So what you're trying to say, so what you're trying to say right now is we should throw out everything that America was built on, right? Because we have the right to face our peers, and that's a jury. He deserved due process. He deserved that right, and he could have had that right. If he would have pulled over, he could have went to court with an attorney and fought the police on anything he thought he was right about. That's what I. That's said. the system. It's the same system that I can take advantage of. It's the same system that you are privileged to. Right. It's the same system that Jalen Walker could have said, "Oh, the cops are behind me. The lights are on. Okay. I'm going to pull over." Now, my guess is why he didn't do that is because he had his gun with him, which isn't against the law. We just passed the law. Anybody can carry in Ohio with a loaded weapon in their car legally, as long okay. as you got. So, Mr. Hunter, Mr. Hunter, Mr. Hunter. So let me read this comment that we have from someone else. Randy Easter said, in that moment, we can't think for Jalen to just lay on the ground. Fear makes you react from fight or flight. And that is very true. I didn't want him to lay on the ground. I wanted him to pull his car over when the officer put the lights on behind him. Okay. And you know what? I I, I bet his mom wanted I bet his mother, I bet his mother wanted that too. But let me say something. You you just said something about that law that we have. Um, in Ohio. So I can name about 10 people who didn't even know that law existed. And most of those people were from the African-American community. Unfortunately, some people are not educated in the laws of the land. He probably really thought that it was illegal. I literally had to tell one of my girlfriends, like she was talking about, I don't have a gun license, but I really want to go to Ohio. Maybe, I know you want to see the best in him and you want to think the I don't want to see, I want to see the best, I want to see the best in everyone. Maybe he thought that that gun was illegal. And he maybe, probably did. Maybe it had to do with something at driving at night on an 80 degree night with a ski mask on. Okay. So so have you ever pictures. been to have you ever been to um any places in Florida or the Carolinas or in Texas? I've been in the Carolinas but not in Florida and I've okay. never seen So a the black one man thing the one the one listen, on the day. one thing that you will see in the south and it's not just Caucasian kids I mean My black kids Caucasian Caucasian kids too they wear the sweatsuits if they are anime fans sweat I'm not sure I'll give you. I don't know I'll if you the hoodies too the hoodies too the hoodies ski mask Yes that's what they wear to the parties they go to the parties let me tell you. Let me tell you why they do this. Because you're not privy. Because you're you you have not been raised in these areas, so you do not know. You're outside. I just of, told you I went to karate class and I was. You went to karate. Listen, 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 Mr. Hunter. Mr. Hunter. Mr. Hunter. I do not mean to yell at you. I just tell them that the culture's changed with the anime style. It's, it's not. I yeah. got that. Well, then their parents need to slap them and say you don't wear a ski mask on an 80 degree day and you don't drive around. With your gun right. night, so let me let me say something. You, listen, well. and I I'm gonna tell you something. Why people keep deeming you as racist, and I'm not gonna say you're racist or not because I don't know you. But I give twenty dollar bills to the black guys down at the veterans. Now that sounds a little bit suspect. You can't just say you them, can't. Because I know they got nothing going on right <laughs> Hold on. And so can you hear me? Can you excuse me, Mr. Hunter? Can you can you hear um B Bass? He's trying to talk to you. Mr. Hunter, can you hear me? Yes, yes. All right, I can hear you too. So let me start off by doing this. Why not 
go by this for like a thing in life. Just never again say I'm not a racist individual. I give things to black folks all the time. And that right so there is kind of like self criminalization. Um, that's the first thing they do is say you're a racist. Well, let them say whatever they say. The people say that to me. I'm Puerto Rican. They call me racist, but I don't care. It doesn't bother me none. I live my life however I want. People want to complain, go ahead and complain. Don't let people bother you with that. Why does it get under oh, your skin? Why defend this? Why would anybody? But I'm saying, like, why does it get under your skin? It shouldn't. If you know who you are, don't let anything else bother you. I mean, because but I hear it enough, and it's like if you get accused of, so I don't know if you've ever been accused of something that you didn't do. If you hear it enough, yeah. You start to think, I might as well just be that anyway. That's not how you, that's not how you, Mr. Hunter, that is not how you should address it. If you hear it enough, natural, the natural mind would be like, maybe there is something that I am saying or doing that is giving off these vibes. Let me readdress, I'm sorry, let me, yeah, reassess what I am saying and how I am saying it. Me as a person who does not know you, if I was to meet you on the street, some of the things that you have said, it would have rubbed me very wrong. I'd have been like, wait a minute, what do you mean you give money to black people? That's offensive, as if we're just all poor or we're just all in hell. Let me rephrase that. I give it to old white guys and old No, black just people. say you give it to veterans. Just give it, just say you give to homeless yes, veterans. Yes, that's what you have to, yeah. You could have just simply, you could have simply said, I give money labels. to vets. You didn't yeah. have to put color on it. Yeah, when you, you put color, like when you put color on it, then it makes you. It sounds like, bad, dude. Don't yeah, do that. it sounds really bad. And you might be this a sweetheart person, like you might be a yeah. person who genuinely Stop loves me, everyone. Let me say this: I just reported somebody on another YouTube channel because I was looking at live channels talking about this, uh-huh. and the guy said that you need to go into the don't don't be messing up the black neighborhoods. Go down the ways into the white neighborhoods <laughs> and burn shit and smash up some some uh, smash up the uh, the Starbucks and all of this. So, and he's calling for violence. I reported his channel and I took video of it. So Randy, probably going to report to the FBI. So Randy, so Randy Easter said it's different when you're raised in the suburbs. Be black for one day, he'll understand where um, why we're defensive. Hey, can we can we speak on this Starbucks black, thing? Can we do? Can we get rid of them? They're shooting each other yeah, in the black disgusting. community. Look at Chicago. That's Look Chicago. Chicago. But there, wait, wait yeah, a minute. Chicago's wait a minute. bad. See, let Chicago's me say something. Let me say something. Chicago got Mr. 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 Hunter, sometimes the media will show you all the bad about the black community. And yeah. they will not show you the black communities that are in Atlanta or in the Carolinas that where black booming. people thrive. In the yep. South, black people thrive well. When you come down here and you see BMWs, Mercedes, they are driven mostly by black people. Black, it's a different like, world when you go into the South. And you it, go to the it, McDonald's and they're like, hi, sweetie, hi, honey, hi, sugar plum, and everything else. You come up here, they don't even look at you. Homie. They throw but, their change out the window but that's, and that's, they treat you like crap. But that's why, a, that's why it's important to not lump people all into one basket based upon color. It's just simply the way they were raised. They were Some raised, people yeah. were just raised with no manners. But well, I'm talking about Akron. What's going on in Akron? Well, and when I go downtown Akron and I see hundreds of thousands yes, of dollars. Yes, of Randy. Damage. Atlanta is black Hollywood. So let me say something about Akron. So Akron and a lot of towns in Ohio live in property. Property. There is not a lot of jobs in Ohio that pay the wages that they pay in the South. So you have a lot of people who wake up and they pissed off because they have to go work 12 hours every day to make $300. About it. 
my my ancestors settled in the Ohio Valley. They were Quakers in Mount Pleasant. They were part okay. of the, the part of the Underground Railroad. Okay, and sir, my people were trying to escape that Underground Railroad. So when you talk about what how your mean, people like came, they were helping. They were helping your people get through to safety. But listen, yeah, the but north, the you, north but was Mr. in Ohio. Mr. They were Mr. part of that. They were part of the um, Union. They yes. part so, of so when I'm my trying to, my grandfather fought in the Union Army. He was an officer in the Union Army. My my, they settled. They went hundreds of miles on a buckboard with horses and hand tools, and that's and they built their own homes. Okay. You got people that are living in poverty, and they can't even make enough money to buy a bus ticket and go somewhere where there's a job. Well, my well, wait, wait a minute, wait a minute, there. wait a minute, wait a minute. Let me let me say something here, sir. And I'm trying to, I'm trying to, I'm trying to, I'm let me say this, let me say this in the most respectful way I can, okay? It is so easy for you to sit back and talk about what your ancestors did and how they were Quakers and they were able to do things when my ancestors at that time that you're talking about how your people came over here and they just made lies for themselves. They weren't even allowed to think. They weren't allowed to read. They weren't allowed to be free. So they did not have a choice or a chance to build wealth. So they, they're set back for 400, a, 500 a, years. A, a black kid I went to grade school with, he grew up, I've known him since kindergarten. He, he can, He's a firefighter now. He started a lawn mowing company before he was even out of high school. He started his lawn mowing business and went and became a firefighter. He still has his lawn mowing business. He has about 10 kids that mow for him. He's probably got a million dollars in the bank, works his ass off, and he was living in the projects when we were in the kindergarten. He came from nothing. Sir, how may, come, may, I, may I ask how old you are, if you don't mind? I'm, uh... It's okay. We don't shame him. I'm almost, I'm almost 50. You're almost 50? Okay. So, um, let me say this, and I'm trying to be so polite, sir. There are, there are some black people, like I told you, there are black communities all around the world that thrive, okay? What's the difference in those people, though? The difference, the difference, choice. no, some, some, drive? some, wait, some is personal choices, but some have more access to opportunities. Ohio, 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 listen, 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 you, it's hard, it's hard to quit a job in Ohio, go find the next one that's good to pay. I can quit a job right now in North Carolina and move to the next job, right? And guess what? It's going to pay me probably more. Okay. So it's, 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 it's not having access to certain things like education. Back home in Ohio, the education system is far behind than the education system in the South. Okay. It, it it matters. It matters, especially if you're someone. But who, you have you have the same kind of crap going on in the South. Not in all neighborhoods. Is I'm sorry, but you have no, so no, many. I'm sure you can find neighborhoods with plenty of poverty and plenty of. So you can go down in, into West Virginia and find a whole bunch of white folks that don't have any teeth because they drink too much Mountain Dew and they don't and they go out and they pick mushrooms and they hunt deer. It's a whole different lifestyle. It is, but 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 that. yes. I'm talking about Akron right now okay but i'm, I'm trying to i know you're talking about akron but i'm trying to tell you why akron is not a not progressive like other places you guys have a lot of politicians who are in office no, who are see, not you no, see no, see here's where you're wrong here's where you're wrong akron's progressive akron has a whole akron had a three-day event planned in lock three which is one of the old canal locks 
Akron was founded okay, because but... it was a canal town. Quaker Oats. You ever seen the old Quaker Oats guy on the Quaker Oats? Yes. That's what Akron's history came from. They, that's what the silos oh. that the university now is. The dorms are in the old silos where they held the oats. Akron was going to have a three-day festival they have every year. Ribs, white, and blue. They that... have music. They have vendors. They have fun. Now, that, that sounds like my type of party. But um, Mr. Hunter, Mr. Hunter, I'm so sorry. I'm not trying to be rude to cut you off, but that is our time and it's going to cut off on you. And I don't want to want you to That's think that. Yeah, I, I, I appreciate engaging and I appreciate the conversation and I love you guys all. But love- this is wrong. Is so wrong. listen, so you do me. Listen, do me a wrong. favor. Do me a favor. Make sure you like, share, and subscribe, and you watch podcasts, and you can be back on the show. We can have some conversation, and maybe we can get somewhere. You know, it it all starts with understanding, and everybody willing to be well, open. That's why I call because I can't understand why. Well, we gonna help you get there. You have a beautiful night, and be safe. And we we appreciate you calling. Thank you for watching. Thank you, Mister Hunter. Bye. Bye. All right. And that's so. <laughs> Thank you guys. Yeah, thank you. Thank you, um, everyone. We appreciate all you guys. Mr. Ben Over, I so appreciate you for coming on. I'm so sorry. Guys, make sure you check out um, Deep Throat Conversations podcast uh, with uh, host Mr. Ben Over and co-host Miss Kiki. Uh, Awesome podcast. I really, really enjoyed having him on. The conversation was so on point today. I appreciate everyone who tuned in, watched, liked, and commented. Guys, do not forget to share, like, and subscribe. We appreciate all of our fans. And guys, if you ever want to call in and voice your opinions, remember, this is the place to do it. We are down. We're always open-minded here, and we love all of our fans. Bye, guys. Have a beautiful night. Make sure you guys check us out on Apple, Spotify, and every other streaming service. Make sure you hit the follow button. Bye. Love you guys.